Welcome back, pals, to another uh, another episode of your favorite podcast. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Before we get started today, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Kempenfeld Coffee. Kempenfeld is a local uh, e-commerce based business. Don't have a physical footprint. They spot, uh, they sell and ship coffee entirely online across Canada. Um, it was a business that started out in, in Barrie and has obviously since expanded, um, you know, reaching all the corners of our beautiful country. You can, uh, you can go online and buy all your coffee K-cups, your, your, your whole beans, all especially coffees that you know and love. Um, kind of delivery it works the same way as, as Amazon does. You place an order, it comes to your door, saves you the hassle of going to the store and buying it. Right now, they have a promotion on where if you go on kempenfeldcoffee.com, there will be a wheel that pops up that you can spin, and it gives you a variety of different perks, if you will. Free shipping, 10% off, I don't know, $5 off your order, a bunch of different options. So if you go to kempenfeldcoffee.com, put your email in, spin the wheel, and then put an order in, um, you get some prizes and cool stuff. So go check them out. Um, That's all. Let's get into the episode. You might want to spell it out. Yeah. Thank you, Rick. K-E-M-P-E-N-F-E-L-T <laughs> coffee.com. Kempenfelt. If you Google it, it should pop up. We'll put the... We'll throw a little oh, link yeah. in the bio, as yeah, they say. Those things. As the kids say. All right, George, you ready? This I'm is good, a topic man. that I was thinking about the other day because I've seen a lot of people posting about new health trends. You know, we've talked right about... Right up my alley. I need a new one. Well, no, but this is why we... <laughs> We've talked about them. I know you've done a bunch. Yeah, that, what's the next carnivore? Hit me. That's that's what I was going to say. So I want to talk about like hit, miss, like if you think it's a valid, if you know nothing about it, if you know something about it. So let's just, we're going to talk about as many as we can. Okay. okay. First one is we're going to start off with carnivore diet because I know you've done it. Yeah. That's that kind of, it's a fairly recent health trend. I'd say probably what, five years ago or no, maybe even two years ago it became popular. Um, I don't really know of anybody doing it okay, prior so to two I, years I, ago. I just, I've done like curse, I, I've done it for a short window i don't that didn't do it to the hundredth percentile of like everything just red meat no nothing else um <clears throat> i i don't i can't speak to it too much about it on like a health perspective but i do i can't say from my experience i can share those stories but i do believe it started earlier than that because there's a uh, when i started talking to people about it a few people mentioned to me these uh these doctors that have done it there's one doctor a guy i'm forgetting his name now he actually was on Joe Rogan, like I think, like three, four years ago, maybe. Um, <clears throat> he used to be a, like a college athlete, got into powerlifting. I think he had the rec- world record for a deadlift of some kind. I forget his name. I think he's been doing it for a little bit longer. Um, and then there's another uh, doctor, but they're a couple, I think. I think they're both doctors, the man and the woman. And I think they've been doing it for a while too. But to your point, yes, I think it gained popularity in the last like what year, Danielle? Like, what do you think? Like last year? Maybe two years, maybe during COVID. Yeah, I'm trying to Google when like it started, but again, people, <laughs> when did it start? The carnivore diet is a 2.6 million year old fat. <laughs> uh, I'll find it for you right now. I'll figure out the guy's name. Car- um, talking. But yeah, I think um, that one, I don't know too much about it. I uh, The only problem I see with it is that it would be kind of expensive. Like, you know, eating red meat is Found not... it. Okay, go. Dr. Sean Baker... Uh, was on Joe Rogan episode 1050, December 6, 2017. And at that point, I believe he was carnivore for like two years. You can look at this guy. He's like, he's 
jacked. Like he's big dude, like pretty solid guy. 2017 is almost six, five years, five ago. years ago now, coming up on five years. So yeah. Anyway, sorry, continue. I um yeah no so but I think I I don't know I, I don't listen to Joe Rogan religiously like you do but I feel uh, like if I don't listen religiously that's not okay anyway I pick and choose episodes of guys I like and for a time I listened to it for like a, maybe a two year stretch mostly while I was on my like backpacking trip but other than that lately it's few and far between yeah hit and miss okay um I feel like it's just again in the last two years it became kind of popular I'm not so big on it because I just feel like it kind of get hard and boring. You know what I mean? Just eating meat consistently, red meat consistently day in, day out. You need like three, four meals a day, or let's say three. Or I guess if you're intermittent fast with it, you can do two potentially. But it's hard, and I feel like it's expensive. Um, so I can tell you, okay, so it definitely gets like, like um, what's the word? Repetitive, like, t- uh, monot- what's the meticulous. word? Meticulous. No, not meticulous. Well, um, it's just like it gets, um, it does get like the same, um, whatever. It, it is hard to consistently eat the same thing day in and day out. You don't have to just eat like steak. You can eat other things that are um, like other meat or products. Pork. But you, meat, red meat's good because it's got some fat in it, which fat helps with like, um, from what I understand, like ketosis and, and it gives you some more energy rather than just, just the protein. Um, you can eat other things too. You should obviously get the, you should get, I think, good cuts of meat. You shouldn't be eating like just bacon all day. Like it's the, I can't imagine that that is the best for you. That's a guess. Again, I'm not a or doctor. cold cuts or something. Yeah, like you shouldn't, be, I'm sure you can snack on those and like I would do that occasionally. Like so little pepperettes. Shit, yeah. yeah, but I wouldn't eat as my main meal. My man's um, having fucking pepperoni sticks for dinner, eh? <laughs> well, like I, I would have them in my, in my fridge drawer, but um, in terms of expensive, so in terms of being expensive and the point you made about um, eating a lot of meals a day, I can tell you that when I did it, and I only did it for like a month, give or take, in the summer, um, I would eat about two meals a day and even the second meal was, I was like hard to put down. Really? Yeah. I don't eat, you, it's weird. You're not, well, it's not weird. Sorry. You're just not as hungry. Like you feel very satisfied. Maybe it's because you're like eating so much like, like a big steak. You're like, oh my God, more pieces of steak. But... I did this before. How uh, many ounces were you eating per meal? Uh, like a six ounce steak? 12 ounces of steak. 10, oh, 12, 12 ounces, ounces of steak. Okay. Decent yeah, amount. That's a good size. I would still eat some veggies Wait, is that including it? bone or no bone? Uh, most had no bone. Okay, so that's yeah. a good amount of meat. Decent, decent like New York strip steak kind yeah, of Yeah, that's a solid piece of meat. <clears throat> and then I would snack on stuff. I would have a bit of cheese, like dairy. I wasn't following Fucking like- cheater. Uh, yeah, I wasn't following no, stuff. You again, can, you can have animal-based products. Like There is certain types of cheeses you're actually allowed to have, butters, things like that, that are actually supposed to be included in the carnivore diet okay. if you're doing it for a long period of time. As long, exactly. As long, and they recommend like you're not just going to get again, like uh, you know, nothing against no frills. I actually love no frills, but you're not going there and just buying like the processed, cheapest butter. Like there's, you're supposed to find the purest like animal product, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, the, Farmers market, kind exactly. Of you want to do stuff that's not been processed and, and eat really pure foods. Um, I wasn't as hungry, but I do have a theory uh, that I haven't really looked up or proven or researched, but I do believe that. That it's the um, if you're eating just proteins, lean meats, um, even like some fats and stuff like that, and even some veggies, I I, I don't think you'll be hungry. Um, let me f- say that a different way. I think it's the carbs that make you hungry. Because when I was, I, I remember one summer I was in I was in Greece, and I remember I would go out. And I'm like, you know what? Let me try cut down carbs late at nights. Um, because I started thinking that when I eat carbs late at night, I get hungry in the morning. Um, doesn't matter what kind of carbs they were. And when I started stopped eating carbs for dinner, just eating meats and, and veggies, like I would wake up not hungry. It made intermittent fasting easier. So that maybe it's my body, but it cl- I clued in that okay, if I cut out carbs late, 
I can intermittent fast till two, three, four o'clock. I'm not hungry. When I was doing carnivore, I would I would eat, not be hungry at night, and I'd wake up, and the next day, I I not I could go beyond my normal fasting window. And some days I would have like one steak a day, like just a really? steak and some things a day. Yeah, I have a lot of meat for that one meal, um, but I noticed I wasn't hungrier. Anyways, that's what you asked about, like being expensive. Expensive? I mean, I don't know. Like, if I if you're not if I'm not buying you know Starbucks coffee in the morning, if I'm not then. And having a lunch. Or yeah, I guess you're still saving on the big picture. Overall, yeah, I think it's pretty comparable. Okay, that's um, fair. Overall, thumbs up or thumbs down on the carnivore diet? So I want to do it again. I want to do it properly. I think I'll probably aim to do it in January um, because uh, Becca and I also want to do the 75 hard again. I think that was one of the, one of the best things that, that we did in terms of the past year, like challenges, whatever you want to call it. I'll try it again. I don't know if it's sustainable. I'm not... I don't have the time or the energy to like research every single paper on it and say, is this, you know, healthy uh, over the long, long term? Because obviously there's like a, uh, a common conception that red meat is associated with like cancers, colon cancers, all that sort of stuff. But there's also no, stu- I don't believe there's been any studies done about a person eating just red meat. Um, so what I'm trying to say is like, I, there's enough reason for me to be able to willing to do it like long term. I will do it again because I did notice that I had more energy. I did lose weight. Um, I didn't mind it. I thought it was just like yeah. a thought though. Is it like really sustainable for like the long term? Like you're sitting there eating day in, day in, day in and day out the same couple of food, like food groups. Again, whether it's red meat, chicken, can you eat fish? No, you can't eat chicken. Yeah, you can, so you can eat meat products. You're not supposed to, but I you can. I thought it was just red meat. Car- no, carnivore's meat. Many no, I know products. that, but wasn't the carnivore diet specifically red meat? I, I think it's the one that's recommended the most, but oh, okay. I think you can eat oh, really can eat any it. animal oh, okay. product. You can eat liver. Oh. I mean, liver's red meat, I guess. Liver's red, yeah. So that's where the part where if you think about it, it depends on your lifestyle. My life, like the role that I work in, what I, you know, because I go for like lunch with customers and our employees and I travel, it is it is tough. It's sustainable. You could do it, but then you're going to like you're going to restaurants and ordering a steak that you could buy for you know 15 bucks that you're gonna pay 30, 40 bucks for, for for lunch rather than maybe eating a healthy option. A wrap or something. Yeah, you can eat other things that are healthy. <laughs> it's also hard because you're you're not supposed to drink when you do it. Or not not supposed to. If you want to maximize the results and lose weight, you're not supposed to drink. Um, anyways, to to circle back, like, I would get I I don't want to say thumbs up like I endorse it. I didn't mind it. Like I actually liked doing it. It's easy. One of the things that I hate the most is I hate having to make like decisions or having to use mental energy on decisions that are like can be automated or whatever. You know, like what about getting rid of clothes so I only wear black t-shirts and stuff. I just like like simplifying things that don't so I don't waste energy on them. If I can eat the same thing and not get tired of it and I see positive health benefits, then yeah, to me it's a that's a plus. Okay, so thumbs up or thumbs down. Can't say no decision. I'll say th- I'll say thumbs up. Okay, thumbs up. Okay. Not an endorsement of it, but thumbs up. I'll no, thumbs it. up. Yeah. You should try it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Question, so, hey. Are you doing it? Not you should try it. Like, I, I'm not recommending anyone tries it. Are you doing it for the health benefits or to lose weight? Uh, both. Because one thing that I heard, and this is like this is more like a story, like I guess hyperbole is the word, and I haven't verified it, is there's people that have said by doing it, um, you know, it reverses um, incidents of like, uh, pre-diabetes, uh, skin disease, other things that whatever. Um, I don't know what the term for them is, but like it can it can help slow down the effects or reduce the the potential of diseases, like random shit. Like I have like a a little patch of like dry skin on my hand that I was suspect is like something like not eczema maybe I don't know whatever it is. And when I went carnivore, like 
it kind of when I don't eat certain things, it goes away. Like my skin feels better. I feel lighter. I don't feel bloated. So that I would consider like health effects. But then like, yes, I was losing. I felt like I was losing weight. I felt Is like the patch in your skin back right now. Uh, it comes and goes depending on what I'm eating. I did. Is it depending on what you're eating? Night. Could it be dependent on the weather, stress, anything That's, else like again, that? Because it's other things that have very fair points. I can't say for sure. Anyone who has told me to do the animal diet, it has started off because of finding the root of a health problem. Yeah. But not to be sustainable for everyday living. Finding out what's causing the issue because so you're like an elimination diet, like an elimination. Yeah. No, it's a good point. You actually made a fair point. I can't say for certain. Like I didn't like rant. Uh, I didn't like do a trial where I'm like doing meat one week and then meat plus this and then okay, meat got rid of this. So you're right. They're I also can't saying say for thirty sure. days for anything until you actually see the benefits from it. And yeah. going forward. I, I'm I think January I'm gonna try it again and actually I'm gonna try and do it for seventy five days in January through the seventy five hard. And we'll see. But yeah, thumbs up. I would do it. Would, I'm gonna ask you guys. Did you do it? Would, would you do I've it? I've never done it. I would if I had someone to cook for me 24-7. I had the benefit too of cooking to my parents. You know what I mean? Like I just, I don't enjoy cooking. Like I'm by myself. If I had someone to cook with day in and day out, yeah, like fuck. If I'm married and I got kids, cool. Let's let's fucking try it. Uh, for me, I just don't enjoy cooking. It's not I, I love eating. Don't enjoy cooking. Don't enjoy cleaning. The easiest thing for me to eat is what I'll eat. Whatever's, you know me. I That's eat based on yeah, yeah. availability, not based off like time of day. The or seafood day. diet is Ricky's diet. Yeah, honestly, it's embarrassing because I'm a child. But like, <laughs> the only th- if I wake up and the only thing in the fridge is pasta or steak, that's what I'm eating for breakfast first thing in the morning. If I open the fridge at night, there's only eggs and cucumbers and carrots. That's what I'm having I for dinner. I started to do that more though because of you. Like, I'll wake up. I don't eat. Like, I've seen like ground beef in my fridge that's been cooked for breakfast and I'm like, ah, I'm I like, like, yeah. And if, if anything too, I would rather eat that than say like a cereal or oatmeal or like yeah. breakfast foods. My my thing is too, I hate seeing food go to waste. I know like it's ingrained in my life that I, maybe it's for my dad, I don't know, but I can't let food go to waste. If something's past its due date, I'll pick the pieces and the food that are still good and I'll throw the rest out. Like salad, if I see salad, I'm like, you know, some of these leaves don't look good. I'll take off those bad leaves and I'll it's eat the rest though. of the lettuce. I just, I hate seeing food go it's to waste. It's good to not be wasteful. It's actually a good quality to there's have. There's kids in Africa, man, starving. Well, it's just that because I, like I said, like, that's why I can't let any booze go to waste. Got to drink it all. <laughs> I don't know if that's fair, but um, there was I have another random. Said. Sorry, sorry. Hold on. Yeah, I got yeah. a random side story. On those listen to radio, it's like, what's the cheapest thing that you've ever done, or the, like, what's the cheapest thing that you've ever seen in your life? And they're telling all these stories, and like, one of the cheap, like, the hacks to save money is like people cut sponges in half, and that's like a big money saver. Some joke, whatever. Really? One lady calls in and she goes, "We were at a concert. I forget what concert in Toronto they were at." And they were going out after and they didn't want to pay for drinks at the bar. So the lady went around the concert drinking people's leftover beers. Oh, that's gross. Like, gnarly. I was like, oh my God. Okay, how, how much would someone have to pay you that night? Let's say you went to a concert and they said either you're going to buy the drinks, like you have to buy your own drinks or I will pay you X dollars, but... The only way you can get drunk is by drinking the most cups. What would someone have to pay you to do that? To get and the goal is to get drunk. So you have to drink as much as it takes oh, for you to get drunk. It's easy to get drunk. That's like two drinks. Okay, so. yeah, no, because not two drinks. So, it's two. It's leftovers. So you're so, drinking like this much. So how much would someone down. have to pay you to do that? I don't even finish. Danny's like, I'm poor, man. I'll do it for like fifty bucks. <laughs> I'll pay if you pay my. Danny's like, you can't. I got a free night here. <laughs> Dan- it was in this. Danny morning, will pay them half the price of their if drink. If it was to go to like tomorrow night, I was going to a concert or a game or something, and they're like, hey drink these two people's beer like finish off these beers 
I'd have to be able to pay my full Amex and Visa right now. <laughs> That's it? So, what the fuck okay. is wrong? So, I can kind of guess that is it's a couple not, grand. It's, yeah, like, no, More it's than only, that. It's, a do, it's under double digits. You mean under five digits? Sorry, yes. I meant, do, the, sorry. Double digits, yes, 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 yes. In and around there. Yeah, you're not over 10K. Oh, in and around, so I'm not going to get a girl. Okay. Yeah, that's probably um, paying a little more than that. I don't no, fin- put in perspective. I don't finish my, like, let's say I order a beer. I will not finish the bottom of the beer. Because it's the fucking piss of the beer. By the time I will you're not, done, I drink it's I fucking cooler. So, I will not drink the end of a cooler. Like, even so you're, if now drink, you have to go around and drink I'm, other people's, other people's <laughs> backwash. Like, I can't even finish my tea. Really? It's oh, the no, end of I, my tea. It's disgusting. How much do they pay you, pay you Rick? Oh, I need, I need like six figures. Easy. Honestly, yeah. Really? Six figures, yeah. No, because you know Man, what? With all the you, fucking diseases and shit, doesn't going matter. You know what I would do? I would. Fu- I would look around. Hundred bucks. I would look around for the people that looked like I don't want to say clean, but like that looked as clean as possible. Yes, I would look around the mouth to see if they got anything like exploited like that, and I'd be like, okay, they look all right. I'll take the cup, wipe the rim, just fucking plug my nose and down. Yeah, it. but you're downing that last little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get drunk, so get, you're not drunk by the time yeah, game's you over. Can, you can look around. There's tons of people. I can tell you right now. My mom went to a Jays game last week. She did not finish two drinks that she had. Yeah, she and ordered that's what one, I would do. didn't like it. There's some. It was a vodka soda, and they made it like a double. She's like, "This is way too strong. I'm driving." We got our glass of wine. She finished one quarter of it, and then she was like, "Holy what shit!" What are I the odds you find that one person like? Well, that's yeah, the but thing, there's though. two drinks right there, and that was like that. Those two drinks could have probably got uh, me somewhat. A Leafs game is about uh, two and a half hours. Yeah, but you also got to watch the game. You're there. Well, like you. still, you go up and down the rows. But hey, you guys, anyone got any empties here? I'll take them. <laughs> I'll take a set of my way. Go to Platinum. I, as I say, I'm cleaning up the garbage. Send me the cups, all the plastics. Hey, I work for go a cleaning company. Go, go, to plat- <laughs> go, to, go to Platinum. Like, see, oh God, grab the last bit of the show. Oh, no. If you got to get drunk, too, you know what you do? You go to the Platinum Lounge. You see people doing shots. And you grab them. You don't have to put, the, you don't have to, like, put your lips on. You just shoot it. You guys are fucked. But I would need a lot. I would need a decent amount. What a ridiculous question. Figures. Anyways, one thing I want to go back to to finish <laughs> up like, on the. Would you not drink someone's drink for 20 grand? 10 grand? You give me a thousand dollars, I'll drink anybody's drink in the Scotia in Scotia Bank Arena. I'll okay. go find someone. One person's drink, it doesn't matter how much is in there. Like if one drink, one grand. A thousand dollars? Ten grand, ten maybe drinks. Maybe two thousand. Maybe two thousand. Yeah. Like if it was like a good looking girl, yeah, sure, no problem. I'd do it for free. Yeah, but, but like, how do you know she has in Bro, like what, what if she has diseases? Then I'm taking my chances. <laughs> No, I, I, I take my chances every night with these but, fucking women. But, so what's the difference now? That's what I mean. Strategically, you have to risk reward. You look at the people that you would assume have not been with that many people would be the best bet to look at. Not to be mean. I'm just saying like, I don't know, man. you know, you have to, I don't, I don't know if that sounds bad, but you have to like assess like, okay, is this person, do they look like they're coughing? Okay. Check that box out. Do they look like a little bit like what? Uh, maybe that. Like, you know, like you start like, assessing what they look like. And yeah, that's how you'd have to judge it because like you have to prevent yourself from being exposed to something yeah, too. Yeah, then it's like the back, the backwash. <laughs> oh man. What if someone didn't brush their teeth that day? And they're like, their leftover saliva is going back into that drink. And they're a smoker. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we'll change this topic. Um, okay, next. Well, no, I wanted to say something about uh, the carnivore diet. That one thing that kind of... See, I told you this topic with this, this conversation started was good. Well, yeah, like it's been talked about a lot and, but... The one thing for me that that kind of um, that had I had reservations on is because, like when I had TikTok, I told you a lot of stuff that came up was the either travel was health stuff, fitness, but a lot of it was like, excuse me, healthy recipes stuff like that. But then carnivore started popping up. Some excuse me, some stuff related to it. And there was is this, wait, is this before you started looking into it, or I don't you remember. started looking into it because of this? 
I don't remember. I think okay. I just kept hearing about carnivore on like, you know, podcasts or TikToks or social media. But the one thing that kind of um, deterred, or I guess like um, that I, made me hesitant about it was there was this one guy that kept popping up into my feed. His name is Carnivore MD, Paul Saladino. He's a guy that was, he was on, on a lot of podcasts. He's pretty big on like TikTok, I think, and Instagram. He's this is like Liver King, is it? No, okay. and that's a different, fuck that guy. Not fuck that guy. I don't talk about it. But like, you just like, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, they're kind of the same thing. Actually, they're very similar. Just one's more of a personality. And they, and the, the thing I don't like is that, like, they, Paul Saladino and this guy, like, they might be presenting facts. Because they, well, Paul Saladino, let's talk about him first. My, my interpretation of what he shares was he brings, you know, like, he talks um, about this. He uses words that can be um, perceived as scientific. So it sounds like there's validity because he's a doctor and he talks about the phyto. Oh, he's a doctor? Yeah, he talks about the phytochemicals and how the seeds have, um, you know, um, have things uh, attached to them so that people don't eat them because plants try to fight, uh, fight off birds and animals and prey from eating the seeds because that's the reproductive organs. So they're actually not good for you. Like he says all these things. And I was like, okay, I don't know how true that is. I don't have time to look into all this and understand if what he's saying is factual. But the one thing that I never really like is when somebody preaches something like gospel and they say it beyond a shadow of a doubt that this is the way and this is my research is the best. I have a hard time believing them because it's so hard to say anything in life with like 100% certainty and conviction. It is fact. There are certain things like gravity and other things that are like objectively true and have been tested over time and but when you come and say like this study says this so this is the truth and this is the way that life should be, very, very hard to believe it. So the reason this whole thing started and the reason why I wanted to talk about it today is because I was having lunch with a friend the other day and they were talking about how they're doing this special diet because of like parasites in their stomach or something. And I said, for every, in my kind of belief on these health fads and these all these things is for every doctor and every scientist that finds one reason something is good, there's somebody else that can find something wrong with it. And the example is that uh, Netflix documentary about veganism. Um, uh, game Changers? Is that what it was called, game Danny? Changers. You want to look that up? The, the power lifter, like all that? Yeah, game there was changers. a whole bunch of, and then there was an athlete that did it, a whole game bunch changers, of things. Yeah. Well, that was all about veganism and how you can get all the strength from plants and plant diet is this, blah, blah, blah. You got you to gotta cut out meat. It's bad for the environment. It's carbon monoxide, yada, yada. Then I think like a month later, there was a guy on Joe Rogan or something or there was another another documentary that came out. That Same guy that came, you know, the guy from Game Changers was brought on to Joe Rogan and he was like challenged. Uh, Joe Rogan, I think, if I remember correctly, brought that guy who uh, shot Game Changers on and then he brought another guy, I think Paul Saladino maybe. Who was like pro let me meat. Look, let me look that up. I yeah, can't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And they and, challenge each other. And the thing fast. is, you, you watch one and you're like, all right, I believe this. Like you watch Game Changers, you're like, this fucking makes sense. I, I wholeheartedly believe this. Then you listen to something else, you're like, oh shit, okay, well that makes equal sense. Like, uh, okay. There's people that say, you know, hold on one sec before you, oh, there's yeah, people yeah, that yeah. say like, CrossFit is the best fucking workout. You can find studies that'll say, CrossFit burns X amount of calories, it's like natural <clears> body <throat> movements, it's this and that. Then you can find doctors that find, like, that have facts that the way crosslifters lift and putting this much muscle and doing this quickly is so bad for your joints, you're this, you're that, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, okay, is crosslifting good or bad for you? You're sweating, you're moving, your heart rate's accelerating, you're burning calories. Good. The risk of injury is a lot higher. The risk of blah, blah, blah is much higher. Like the fucking, the, the effects it has on your skin because your fucking hands and yeah, like your feet. I was like, what is, 
What is the actual right answer? Yeah, but there's no right answer. That's what I'm saying with these health. There's no right answer, and the same goes with the health fat. Like to like my opinion on it, and again, this is my opinion, is that everybody everybody's different. Every every body is different, different, and the composition of your body is different. Yeah. I I literally went to a doctor. I told you guys this before. I went to a naturopath, and then I went to uh, my actual doc, like my family doctor. And they just said give up, eh? <laughs> Basically, at this point, but there's two different answers. It's One of them exactly. tried to teach me a holistic approach, which did not help me whatsoever. Gave me all these different things to do, but also said some things that did help. Where then I got tested again by my doctor, my like blood testing, and they gave me a different answer. They're like, "Well, we don't know." I said, "Well, I need an answer because I can't keep living like this." So it's kind of like that in between of what do you do? But everybody's different. Something that they tell me, I'm not. They're not going to tell you. Yeah, if yeah, something absolutely. works for me. It may not work for you. It may not work for Ricky. A hundred percent. Go. One of the things I was, so I found it. Um, it. So the guy, one of the producers of Game Changers was uh, James Wilkes. Is he a doctor or anything? Or just <laughs> no, he's dude? James Wilkes. Actually, it's on here. James Wilkes is a retired mixed martial artist. He was the winner of Spike TV's UFC Ultimate Fighter. The Ultimate Fighter, US okay, versus UK. So he's an athlete. He's a producer of the Game Changer documentary. So after the documentary so it's came out. So a high level athlete. <clears throat> yeah, so like somebody's yeah. a competitive athlete. Oh, definitely high level. So when, when this documentary came out, uh, Joe Rogan had a guy on named Doctor uh, had a guy on named Chris Cresser. <clears throat> the episode was called "Chris Cresser Debunks the Game Changers Documentary." Is so Chris, who's Chris? Chris Cresser is <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, he's a, he's a MS LAC. I don't know what that means, but he's a Daddy. globally globally recognized leader in the field of ancestral health, paleo nutrition, and functional and integrative medicine. So somebody with some credentials. There's some there's some uh, uh, acronyms at the end of his name. That's what they're so called. So maybe he is a doctor. So he's got some kind of credential, whatever it means. Yeah, it means. Some but the point is, <clears throat> I remember listening to this episode because when I watched Game Changer, I thought, this is a fugazi. This cannot be true. Not because I don't believe in veganism. <laughs> I want to say this because someone said in the group, again, it's not a real word, fugazi. At least I don't think it's an actual real word yet. But everyone's using it like, oh, that's a fugazi. It's fugazi. It's fugazi. It's not. It's, fugazi. Not, fugazi. it's, not, uh, it's not. It's a. It's a. It's an adjective. Oh, fugazi yeah. means fake. Yeah. So, so you don't go. It's, it's, it's oh, that's a fake. a fake. You're like that's fake. Yeah. Either. Someone said. Like everyone says. Better. Someone said in the group today. I was like, that's a fake. I was like, fuck. That's fuck. a fugazi. And I, I miss it. It's like it's a fugazi. No, because um, Matthew McConaughey says it's a fugazi. He says he says a fugazi. Does he? He doesn't. Say, I'm pretty certain. What in uh, Wolf of Wall Street, when he's sitting there and he's having lunch with yeah, them, drinking yeah. martinis, and doing cocaine, and he's like, he's like, it's a. Fugazi, it's a fugazi or whatever. Like that's okay. I, well, you look that up. Up. So, anyways, Chris Cresser, I remember watching the, the uh, after I watched Game Changers, I was skeptical, not because I have any data against veganism. I'm just skeptical of, against about documentaries. Do I watch them? Sure, but have you ever seen a documentary that tells you both sides of the argument? Never. Like a documentary has an agenda. That's how they're making it. They're not going to make a, a documentary on the world and say, oh, there's global warming, but also not global warming. There's going to be on one side or the other. They're never going to be on both sides. So when I saw Game Changers, I'm like, all right, cool. Veganism's cool. These guys did it. They're strong. Okay, show me the rest of the people who aren't doing it who are strong or whatever. Now, shortly after that, Chris Kresser went on Joe Rogan and basically came out with all the, he had articles. And I remember he was, he was quoting and referencing like articles and, uh, saying that this doesn't make sense because of this and this is, they omitted this fact and, and so forth. Well, after he went on, the producer, James Wilkes, I guess got wind of it and one thing that Joe Rogan always says is he wants to give people an equal opportunity and let hear both sides of the story so they both came on. James Wilkes and Chris Kresser and I listened to that one and let me tell you, 
it's like, you know when me and you get into a d- debate and it's about nothing? And we both are just talking like morons. That's what it sounded like to me. If I remember correctly, like they're just both going at each other because they both believe what they're saying is gospel or one believes gospel, one believes he's full of shit. So they're just poking holes and prodding. And I don't remember it what looks the like outcome. me and you in Washington. Yes. Wait, Washington. <laughs> I don't know. We've got a stupid argument in I Washington. I was in Washington with you. Yeah, we were. On the Oh, on the, on the RV. Yes, yes, yes. I can't remember what it was about, uh, but I just remember it was insanely Something stupid. about, yes, yes. I was on my, on my high horse, whatever, picking a fight for no reason. Being dumb. <laughs> so anyways, um, to circle back what I was saying about Paul Saladino and all these things, like the hard thing, again, is to believe when, when people are saying that this is the truth, these are all the facts, because, okay, those are the facts. Now show me all the counter arguments. Because again, there's not many things in life that are black and white. This is the right way. That's 100%. the wrong way. Right and wrong is more often than not a, a matter of opinion, subjective, and more, a matter of your like moral compass. Like what's right here is not necessarily right in Russia, for instance, oh, or, or in, or like in, in South Africa. Or, yeah, everything, that, like right and wrong is very subjective. There are some that are like, you can say, this is obviously by most standards. Murder. Right? Wrong. Yeah, like... Like yeah, yeah. There's things that abortion. Are, okay, well, but that's a that's a matter right of your wrong, of right? your religion and your, your ethics opinion, and so forth. Yeah. yeah. So the point, like, I guess, just to kind of close the point on carnivore and all these things, is like, it's it's very hard today to like to take something and say, oh, I believe this. It's also hard because when you're seeing these people that um, preach something like gospel, coincidentally, most people who are vegans swear by it, and most carnivores swear by it. And the thing is that when you both believe with conviction you're right and not only think you're right, when it, makes, it becomes part of your identity, it becomes even harder to take their opinion, their opinion at face value because you can look at this person and be like, if you're speaking with this much conviction and it's so ingrained in who you are, you're the carnivore person or the vegan person or the crossfit person, your identity is so wrapped in believing this till the day you die because it's you can tell it's going to be hard for them to come back and say all those things I was saying to you Ricky for three years about I'm right because of this well it turns out I was wrong so rather than put your pride like and I guess what I'm trying to say is that's uh, also like I don't know I'm, I'm trying to say is I, I don't know why people get so like this is the way and the only way because then it's attached to your, your identity and then you're fucked if you have to double back doesn't mean you can't say you're wrong ever you should be able to go and say Oh, I was wrong. But if you preach something and force it down people's throats for so long, it, you lose and, a lot of credibility when you come back later yeah. and say, I didn't know what I was and, talking and the, about. And the problem is if you preach it wholeheartedly to, as like a blanket, a blanket coverage, like a lot of these vegans, like no matter what, veganism, veganism is the right way to go for everybody. It's like, okay, well, maybe for a small percentage of the population, veganism is the way to go. Maybe animal byproducts is what's fucking up certain individuals. But you can't say a blanket coverage that's good for everybody. Or or some things about the vegan diet yeah, are good. good. Yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe you shouldn't have like maybe milk is not yeah, good. Yeah, or, or maybe red meat before before your body's really functioning at hundred percent is bad for you. You know, maybe cut out bacon first thing in the morning, see how your body goes, and then, you know, slowly implement it later in your whatever. I don't know. There's that probably I know what you're you're saying you're an example. Saying, there's there's certain things about all these health fads and all these diets and all these training ways and blah 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 that I'm sure are great for you. Like I'm sure there's so much beneficial things in, you know, cutting out red meat for certain individuals or for certain time periods or for certain yeah. reasons, but to wholeheartedly say, "Hey, everyone should cut out animal byproducts." 100%. There's no way that's a, a true like and can be proven factual for every single person. There's no way. And, but when you believe it and you like yeah. you're so stuck to this idea then the one day that you get proven wrong, you can't admit you're wrong because... No. That and then you, that's you, when things like confirmation bias come into play where then you go and wait, look Danny's up... Go ahead, Danny. Why do you think... Put all the these mic yeah. to your mouth, man. It what is, is wrong with I'm you? I'm literally... 
I can see myself <laughs> speak. Well, we were wrong here. She could. <laughs> like, I can fully no, see I can, myself yeah, speak. I can see myself speak. Well, no, hang on. But we also don't know because we're the ones that put the mics like this and it's always messed up and she tells us to fix it. So, like, I can see myself. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Anyways, <laughs> why do you think we have so many fads, like health fads in North America well, versus in Europe? There's none of those. Europe is just eat whole foods yeah, and that's it. Exactly. Yeah. But there's no carnivore diet. There's no veganism. There's no fads this and that. too, by the way. Yeah. yeah but again, there's no, there's none yeah. of that. There, you will not go to Europe and see 90% of the population as vegan. You will see them eating their diet from based on like their culture that they live in. And you think Greeks are, uh, I'm not, I don't think I've met a vegan in Greece. Uh, like I, I don't met, I, and on that point too, like, like I don't think I've met many people who are like celiac in, in like Italy of all places. All they eat is fucking pasta. But, but could you not see this is like a Western culture? Yeah, thing, we kind talked of like, about this. We're developing the, this our own thing. Yeah, did no, we talk about this on the pod or was it off off air with your brother? I think was it. I can't remember. We were talking about like people who are, who are celiac, but in Europe that just doesn't exist. We were talking about this at uh, well, Pickleball. Which is, it, it might. Pickleball. We don't know. At Pickleball? Yeah. Yeah, like you don't hear about it out there. Like there are so many, I don't want to call them it might, health oh, issues. It, it, might, it may exist, but like you don't not, see. Not it's not as common. Sense. Yeah. Like no, I, I've never heard the word gluten. I don't even see on menu gluten-free when I'm in Greece walking around. But why do we see it so much here? But even like vegan, you don't see. But it's I not created to create a new market of maybe potential like Beyond Meat, all these other And that's all, you know products. what's actually funny you say that, Danny? Like I I actually think that sometimes plant-based I, restaurants so i have a theory can i i want to bring this back because that what you're you not just said, to talk about it no what on you, your own podcast you can't what, you can't talk well, about what it. you just Again, said that was an assumption but it's my assumption <laughs> but you see that's one thing that i found interesting and i thought about this when it came to the carnivore diet because you said marketing right like these things get made so people can sell things and make money right and one of the things that we know is pretty objectively true in north america is like capitalism is like the way that our world is created here so let's say, for example, let's say maybe, maybe this vegan diet took hold so that we can produce alternative meats and make money because maybe people can't get into the meat market and they want to make, sell alternative foods, whatever. Well, what if one day, like, because one of the things with veganism, uh, sorry, a carnivore diet is that back in the day, our ancestors were mostly hunters or like they were, before they were hunter gatherers, they were hunters. And until we discovered, I guess, wheat, we were still hunters. And then we discovered wheat, we became more sedentary, explored less, <coughs> and weren't getting the same like nutrient rich meats. And we still were, but it was like a mix. So, but over time, our world has been told like wheat is better, carbs are better. At one point in time, we were told that cereal is like the healthiest food you can have for breakfast, processed foods, sugars, all these White things. White bread. Right. Yeah, but again, in Europe, well, people are still well, having I'm white bread here. and all become saying, but if we're talking about more North America... Like- right, so on our... Uh, here, like, it was it existed probably back then too, but I'm just trying to think about like here. Before, you know, when the Europeans came over and they were the, you know, the and farmers... Just, sorry, just for the record, I don't think white bread exists in Europe. Like Wonder Bread, white bread. I don't think that's a thing in Europe. Okay, not white bread, but you're having... Uh, like- there's like loaf bread. There's I, loaf I, bread. I know there is. Loaf bread is like, it's just regular bread. It's not white bread. It's like you're saying wheat bread, like not... Yeah, it's like... Nor- like here sure. we go to the store, like you get Wonder Bre- the Wonder White Bread. That's artificial bread. It's not well, there's real. ones that are like, I can tell you at the grocery stores, I have, sometimes I'll have like Nutella sandwiches with them. It's like, it looks like a Wonder Bread package. It's not Wonder Bread. And it's not white, white either. No, but it's that's, like I don't know. Almost. I understand what you're yeah. saying. I'm not positive. I think you're right. I'm not okay, sure. Okay, anyways, continue on your train of thought. So, sorry, to f- about the point about the marketing aspect of it. So, we, again, hunter-gatherers, that's what we ate. And then, what if one day, the hunt, so they discovered corn now, or wheat, whatever it is, and they're cultivating it. And then one morning, all the hunters woke up to go out. The big, strong hunters, the guys who dominated the, 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 the tribe, went out to hunt. 
and they were gone for like a, a three-week hunt. They couldn't find anything. They're out there fending, bringing food back. And in that time they were gone, you know, the guys who are there trying to rent men the crops and all that start to say, hey, by the way, I heard that if you eat more wheat than meat, you get taller. And started like, started to try and defend their value to their tribe. And started to convince the, the people of the tribe, whether it's the women, the, the elderly, the this, that that this is the this is way is better. They started to use marketing and propaganda and say, I'm valuable because you need this as much as you need that. And over time, it started to grow and become this thought process that, oh, we need them the same as we need them. And, and it expanded to now, oh, well, we also need these people the same way. And because the ones that were out, let's say, again, providing and doing these things and, and, and protecting the tribes and feeding the tribes, they weren't around to defend their point of view as often. It started to become, you understand what I'm saying? Mm. So even with the carnivore diet, I think about that. Like, what if that's why our population today believes that carbs are good and you should have pasta and it's part of our diet and wheats and cereals and all these things. Like, what if we were supposed to, from the, from our time of like our ancestral people on the land, we should have been only eating meat to now we'd be healthier. There'd be no cancer and no this. I'm not saying that's the case, but what if that would, like, we'll never know. But a lot of it, I think, especially in North America, these fads, goes back to that point these fads and these things and whatever they're fads and they're ways i think people are seeing an opportunity to make money and then you leverage it but it's so also forth. become like also a cheaper way of living a lot of the times okay people are practicing like in certain aspects not healthier but if you're going to go to the grocery store and you buy strawberries they're imported from california majority of the time everyone says buy Wait, sorry local. is that a thing strawberries are from california yeah, like majority of the strawberries. I think that's majority of the strawberries you're getting from the grocery store are probably from California somewhere. I had no idea. Getting oranges, they're probably from somewhere else. Avocados. I know Avocados, oranges are Florida. Or yeah, but yeah. again, you're probably getting a lot of them. Actually, too. I think the I think actually a majority of them too come from like Mexico. Oh, Georgia. No, I think it comes peaches from peaches or Italy, Italy maybe. More to, I mean, Italy or but Greece. You're getting I these think, from different areas because they're coming imported. Oranges? But again, uh, Brazil. Oranges. Okay. The U.S. and Brazil. Oh. Okay. Um, but different areas. Whereas people are practicing trying to say now buy local, but again because you can buy them without pesticides, they're fresher. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. they don't last in the fridge long enough oh. because you can have what they last one day, two wow. days, and then they're gone. Sorry, Is that a healthier lifestyle? Whereas in the Europe, you're going to get tomatoes, they're fresher, but you're eating <clears> them right away. And I think that's where the issue comes in. Brazil, Brazil is the, the by far and away the biggest producer of oranges. Really, three times as much as the second place um, country, or sorry, two times as much, double, and it's the U.S. is second, and then China, India, Mexico. Another uh, a good example of this, like kind of how marketing and and, and how it's played a, a role in what we eat and what we do is, do you remember? I think it was maybe back in the seventies or eighties, the egg yolk. Oh yeah, my dad. Uh, shout out to Christos. He called that one Fugazi from day one. Yeah, like. First off, the egg, the egg yolk is bad for you. Can't, it can't has do. cholesterol. Because cholesterol, you can't do. Now it's like, okay, well, now the whole leg is good for you. In 20 I, years, they might say the fucking, the, 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 white, is the, the white is bad for you. You never know, right? I got the one thing that I'm very grateful for, like how I was raised and why, even though I, I've, done, I've done keto, I've done carnivore, all these things. Ah, maybe because I'm bored. Maybe because I need some help losing weight. Who knows? But my parents raised me to like, hey, whatever diet George has tried, fuck, keep me off that one. Eh? <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do the hey, carnivore I'm, thumbs down. Yeah, carnivore keto. <laughs> That's Mark a good that one. one, Danny. That's a good one. Um, 
Anyways, one thing my dad always said was the like, same thing. He goes, he said it when we were kids in the 90s. He's like, listen, fads are going to come and go. And he used that example. The eggs told us that the yolks are bad. And this, he goes, what I said, fuck that. And I'm going to make you guys all, egg. I'm going to eat all the yolk, everything. And from when we were kids, like fried eggs, sunny side up, uh, soft boiled eggs, hard boiled eggs, everything. From when we were kids, the yolk is the, uh, through and through, the best part of the egg. I don't care what anyone says, it's the best part. Not when it's hard boiled, it's kind of gnarly, but... It's the best part, like a sunny side up egg. Wait, actually, on this favorite way to eat an egg, sunny side up, sunny side. Uh, I think recently poached or over easy. I'm mm. I'm over. You know what I hate? Poached is underrated. I never order poached. Poach. Is, it's I very poached. underrated. Yeah. On a piece like, of toast. Yeah, Ooh, yeah avocado good. toast with a poached egg. Yeah, good. It's good. Do you know what Sprinkle I used sriracha? to love? Scrambled. <laughs> But oh, now I can't. My least favorite. I can't eat scrambled anymore because now I feel like you go to. It's like it just reminds me of like crappy hotel eggs. Yes. I, when you said that, that's what I thought of. Like first. camp. Like I went runny, kind of runny. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to say this because I, I like the place. Buffet. I really like the place I was at a, a couple weeks ago when I and I had it. It's at a golf course for breakfast. They had like this buffet and they brought it out and I grabbed it and I, as I was eating, I'm like, why am I eating this? This is disgusting. I don't even eat breakfast. I don't even like breakfast. I'm just eating it because it was there and it was free and I can't let food go to waste, so let me eat it. And oh man, just it's um, like it wasn't even re oh, to, to circle back to the point though. My dad always said, like for kids, just eat a balanced diet, eat foods that are not processed, that are there, like get good eggs, whatever, like just good eggs, good foods, whatever. And my parents like that's one of the reasons why I'm like I'm the least picky eater, obviously. <laughs> But like we we just were exposed to everything and we weren't allowed to say the word. And my dad always said this, you cannot say at the table, this is gross, especially at someone's house, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. You eat what's in front of you, like, or you're going to starve, first of all. But we ate like everything. Um, and honestly, as much as I am a bigger person, I can tell you, like I saw, I'm, I'm heavier set relative to my height, my weight or my height, sorry. But I've had physicals like every year. I had one done at... at when I was 30, like a pretty intensive one to find out like the scans and all that stuff. For someone like that eats as much candy as I do, that, you know, drinks as, as often as I did through my 20s, I, former smoker, all these things. Like my, they said to me, they're like, you're, you're incredibly healthy. And then but when I told them what I ate, they're like, it's probably because of your diet and how you're raised. And yeah, I'm active, but like I still not always take care of my body the best. But yeah, yeah. a lot of it goes back to, I think what you eat. And at the end of the day, you can do any fad fucking diet you want, but just eat like non-processed whole foods and you're probably going to be fine. Yeah, it goes back to that. Um, remember the thing we learned as kids that uh, the the percentage. Yeah, the food period. Oh, no, but the then plate. It, the, yeah, it was like a picture of the plate and it said like 20% should be vegetables, 20% should be that carbs. That changes almost 40% should be meat. This is yeah, how much it does, meat you should it, have your fist size. Yeah, so that's the meat, which yeah. they usually say. I didn't know that until I went for that physical. That, that's like that five, six point. ounces. That you don't realize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I didn't. Because when you see a steak, steaks are usually not as thick as your hand. Like this is probably like a good like six ounce steak. Think about like a uh, like um. Like that's like a filet mignon. I got small one. Yeah, but if you nine ounce filet mignon right now. No, no. Wow, come on, Danny. Think about like the baseball steaks. What are those called? I'm thinking about the keg filet mignon. Yeah, no, this is like this is a six ounce steak. No, it's yeah, your fist about six. But yeah, and then it's that you put the meat, that you put the veggies, and then I think the last is the carbs. Is that correct? Or veggies first? I can't remember. Anyways, it's just about eating a balanced diet. And again, with these fads. I do believe that it's nice to reset and give your body a change every now and then. Like I love like ju juice, juice, uh, juice. Diets. This was one of the ones I know I want to talk because I know your thoughts on this. Uh, but before you get into it, uh, can I do a juice fad? And uh, do I believe that they work? Juice no, cleanse. Juice cleanse. Yeah. Sorry. Do I believe that they fully work and they're good for you in this? Uh, not really. Can I do it? No, I can't because I actually need to physically chew something at least once or twice a day. 
So I can't do it. But do I believe that? Sorry. Oh, I, you you can do it. I really don't think you don't you've done to. a 24 hour fast, didn't you? Accidentally, because I slept for like 12 but, hours that day. But you still can do it. It's not that okay. hard. So maybe I, yeah, okay, Rick, I you could. have done things that are I harder could. than most people have done. I could, but not, not you don't want to. Sorry, not for could. three days, though. I couldn't you do could. like a juice, a juice cleanse for you three could, days. You could, you just don't want to. Wait, you would do for th- a juice cleanse? Juice for cleanse for like three or I've, five I've days. I've done, Some I used are to, seven. I used to do, okay, I'll tell you. I used to do these probably twice a year. After this, I'll tell you my opinion of them. Do I do it for losing weight, blah, blah, blah? going forward when whatever people think is kind of like why people do juice cleanse no i did it as a reset but what does that mean a reset i did it like it was kind of like okay two or three days here let's go reset and then kind of just like brought me into this like health but again it was probably a mindset i probably didn't need that to start my yeah mindset. just do a fast but it made me water. feel good no but, See, but yes there's probably a placebo effect it, to it it, it, it was basically like but, but if the, you do a fast you'll get the same result the same the same but benefit. the other thing is too is like the thing is and people i don't remember i heard this but i heard it and i was like oh that is so obvious that it's kind of like funny that no one thinks about this like a ju- I don't, juice doesn't cl- to my knowledge juice doesn't cleanse your body your liver cleanses your, your body no but you're also so again if you, there's if, some nutrients in it if, that are helping your like there's some of them made probably, to help probably. cleanse certain aspects of but your body but that's the other thing too and it goes to something with like multivitamins for instance use that for example um it's the same thing like if you theoretically if you did a 24-hour fast or a three-day fast with just water or nothing but i think nothing is hard you need like water is the one thing that helps you sustain it for that time and didn't take any juice it's not like your body at day three is like, I'm starving for nutrients. Like, it, you're not deficient in nutrients over three days. Like, you'd have to go like, I don't know, three weeks, a month of like no no source of vitamins, eating like cardboard to be like vitamin deficient. So that's the thing. If you do like a cleanse, anyways, but I, I know much, what you're saying. I just I find it so interesting people say that. How easier would it be for someone? Like, it's, it's like the prolon diet. What? The prolon what? diet? So I've it's never. basically, um, you mimic a fast. While oh, this is the thing that that I think Fab had mentioned or something. Yes. he told me when I was sorry. Talking explain about, it yeah, for those so of us who don't like, know. So when people like when people like the the regular average person probably will not and cannot initially get and do a five day fast right off the bat. Even a twenty four hour to be even honest. a twenty four yeah, yeah, hour. Yeah, yeah. It's a mental thing. That's like a juice cleanse. though. is it really doing anything to you? You're still getting. But again, you know that in like half the time you can't even drink all the juices because it's like just too many liquids. But it's you're still doing something. Are you getting all the right nutrients? Not at all, but you're still drinking something throughout the day. So what's the prolon diet? You're basically you get like you drink like packaged soup. Like you get water, you put like a packaged flavor. It's got like 300 calories, maybe or something. Maybe no less. Like you're drinking way less, but it's putting your body body in the mimic of doing a fast. So it's the same benefits as a fast. Yeah, like a but it's it's an assisted fast. If you're hungry throughout the day, you get a package with these five little olives in it. You put the olives. It's about chewing. End of the night, you get to eat like some like a t- three lettuces of like three but lettuces. But see, I would but rather not that's three why. lettuces, eh, Danny? Three, three lettuce. pieces of lettuce. Like, <laughs> three you know lettuces. I mean? Like, but it's like it's, you're three whole heads of lettuce. You're drinking soup, but it's supposed to put your body in the same state as mimicking the fast, except for you're not actually doing the fast. Yeah, I can tell you guys. Mo- most people can't. The fast, it, like. It, the, the, I'll give you my my suggestions. I did a twenty four. I've done a few now twenty four hour fast. The longest I've gone is just over twenty four hours, and I've done like maybe in the last year I've done like five six times, maybe a few more. I thought it was going to be hard. It's not. It's not that difficult. Sorry, 
it's not, it's a bit difficult for the first time, but it's honestly more mental than anything. If you have a big, to get a big jug of water with you, Sorry, let's back up a second. The night before, do not eat carbs. Do not eat any carbs. Eat like steak, eat chicken, eat veggies, but do not eat carbohydrates because if you don't, if you eat carbs, you'll be hungry first thing in the morning. There's certain foods they say also like after the fast and before the fast. Yeah, and MSG. Um, Sodium? Yeah, what's the sodium? Is it MSG? MSG is a process. I don't know what's monosodium glutamate, but I don't know what it does to you. Um, when you wake up, just drink water. You can have coffee on a fast because cal- coffee's got the equivalent of maybe five calories. Like black coffee you can have and just drink water. Even drink soda water. Soda water makes you feel kind of full. I, I know, but it's still, it's not bad. Like <clears throat> tw- they, you feel, like I can tell you what, like at the end of the fast, you feel really good. And typically like when I, after my first 24 hours, the second time I did it, when I hit 24 hours, I was like, okay, I can eat right now. I'm definitely kind of hungry. But you're also like, oh, I'm about to go to bed right now because my fast would be from like, I'd eat dinner at 8 p.m. the next day at 8 p.m. Like you could probably go 36 hours. If you get to 24, 36 is not that much harder. Um, oh, yeah. I so don't you know. Sleep. You get eight I hours, I think the, and I think it's honestly, it's like one of the best things that I like, one of the things that I like the most that I do. I don't eat breakfast very often, if ever. But I would also say to circle back to the carnivore thing. I, to my knowledge, at least what I know is that like intermittent fasting, I think, or I can say, I'm pretty sure has, um, has a lot more like verified uh, health benefits than I think carnivore has had verified. Like intermittent, oh, intermittent fasting. fasting is a lot more popular and it's a lot more like, I guess, studies on it because it's yeah. been around for, in popular like pop culture, yeah. let's call it. It's whatever. been around for a lot longer. It's been around for, for a long time. Like fasting has always been, fasting has been a thing forever. We used to fast as, as our ancestral people unintentionally. Um, but the biggest issue with fast too is that people can't think, okay, I haven't eaten for five days. My first meal back, I'm going to go eat two pounds of chicken wings. Yeah, that's the that's, hard thing. I've never gone that thing, long. But- you're going, like, let's say you're going three, five days without a fast. You finish it. You're like, oh my God, I'm starving now. I can eat. Let me just go shove my face with every single food possible. No. You should be using that fast as like to continue and ease live. And also uh, eat slowly when no, you like, like, don't just rush. Ease like, into oh. a well-balanced diet. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole thing. I was going to say, one of the, I, we talked about resets earlier. I think one of the best ways to like kind of reset, and I say this with quotations because again, I don't, I'm not a fucking doctor, so I don't know. But just like quit drinking for a week or two weeks, follow a proper, what are you saying? Oh, follow a proper diet for a week. Whatever one it is, just pick one and do it because as much as the diet or the quitting drinking or the intermittent fat, whatever it is, is good for your body. The mental state of just following something for that yeah. prolonged period is so much better. Because once you get into that, you're like, oh, I just completed a week, no drinking, intermittent fasting. I worked out for six out of the seven days a week. I feel so good. You're not like, I'm going to go fuck myself up with, I'm going to drink three days straight and eat chicken wings for three days straight. You're like, okay, I did it. I completed this. Let me, okay, you know what? Let me have a cheat meal, but let me get right back into another week it's of something good. Yeah. Like hitting the milestones and, and the, uh, sorry, the, the key is the consistency. It doesn't yeah. matter what you do. I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter what you do, but as long as you're doing something healthy, it's about staying consistent. It's not about flip flopping. That's and I would say that's one of my biggest, um, like one of my biggest difficulties. Like when I jump on all these different diets, I, I don't stay consistent enough to one thing. And then you jump to this, you're like, oh, this thing works. But then you stop doing that thing. You go back, oh, let me try this thing now. That's what. Yeah, you can't. You got to find something that's like you know easy to stick to, something good, and just stick to it. And find something that works for you. Because while let's say you might think the carnivore diet's the best for you, if you don't have time to cook meat, you're not cooking every single day. Or, sorry, at least like every other day, you can't, it's very difficult to find like 
fast food where it's just meat. If you're on the road for work all day, you, you, know, you can't do it. You can't or let's say you want steaks in the car. Yeah, let's say you want to try like a vegan diet. It's very hard to eat vegan throughout the day. Because any fast food or any restaurant you go, most of them, like the sauces, most sauces contain some sort of Most animal. places now have vegan options. But yeah, I would actually say vegan is not that that hard. You can do. probably go to somewhere like and it's people in our office order- that are like, that are vegan and like, yeah, they, I mean, they bring, I think they bring the food sometimes, but when yeah. you order like yeah, lunch for the easy. office. Like, let, let's just pick somewhere like Tim Hortons. You're going to Tim Hortons, you can find a vegan option, but can you find an just meat option? What, you're just gonna ask for sausage patties or bacon? I've once when I was doing carnival once. I don't know where I went, but I ordered something and like opened it up and took the meat out. It was terrible. It was so depressing. yeah, but again, is that little piece of meat really gonna Wait, sustain? A... You're gonna have to order five different breakfast yeah, sandwiches yeah. to be able to like fill you up. Versus a vegan person can probably get a, a bagel with a lettuce and tomato on it, still have that same flavor. I have a it's not no, with no you. butter, no nothing. It's gross, but yeah, but you can't have butter. Dry. My mouth is dry <laughs> just thinking about it. I have a bagel with butter and it was kind of dry. But it's harder to cook for a vegan person if you're not vegan yeah. and if you don't know. Because you don't want to just make them pasta with like... Plain noodles, yeah. With what do you put on it? <laughs> just crunched up garlic and some leaves. Wait, what are we for time right now, Danny? Tomato sauce? How long Actually, are we going? Actually, a lot of pastas aren't vegan either. Yeah, because egg. Yeah, certain, egg some, a lot of pastas are, but again, yeah. you'd have to home, like make where, it homemade. Where are we at for time right now? Five minutes. Fifty oh, okay. two minutes. Okay, cool. I have a question about Tim Hortons. Do you guys... Okay. Do you think Tim Hortons is better now? Like... Today, is Tim Hortons the best today, like five years ago, or like 10 years ago when we were younger? 10 years ago when you were younger, because that was the only thing there, really. That was like considered, if I'm going to go fast food versus McDonald's versus Tim Hortons, but now there's different options. Cheapest? Yes. But I w- it's not the best bagel. But I'm saying, Way better the, bagel spots you can go to. But I'm saying right now, like, no, just don't worry about relatively speaking. Say like, would, would, if you had a choice to eat or get a coffee or whatever no, at Tim Hortons, what year? about it. Yeah, I, I go ten years, back. like when yeah. you're a kid. Ten plus. Like years. I remember going to when we were at Western on my way to the gym, I'd stop and get a bagel every single time. It was like ninety nine cents bagel toasted with butter, and very rarely did I get a bad one. Yeah, but you know, like, where they didn't cut it in down the center and they didn't butter both sides. Like, it was always buttered both sides, cut down the middle. Would you rather now? It's kind of like I'm like I feel like it's never cut perfectly in half. It's like they only butter one side and they squish it together and just hope that the butter translates to the other side. Like. <laughs> And you're, gotcha. it's, it, you pay a buck fifty, so you're like, "Fuck, I'm not turning around. I'm gonna waste more gas and time. Turn around and go get another bag. I'm gonna eat this fucking dry ass bag. I'm gonna fucking hate. It. I'm gonna go to my office and be pissed." See, so so I, ten years ago is my answer. So no, I'm, twenty years ago is my answer. I'm like conflicted. No, it's been 10, 15, 15 years yeah, ago. Whatever. whatever. You, know, you know what I'm talking about? From when we were like in high school time. But so I have I always thought that it was better back in the day, specifically because you could get like the what the you know the orange um, sorry the peach juice came from like the fountain oh, uh, like that oh. back then it was better. Then they changed because they had to make money and, and mass produce oh. it to save money whatever. But I've started coming back around on Tim Hortons. Like I for a long time stopped drinking entirely. It's what I Tim Hortons is what got me into coffee. But you used to see when I go to the library, I pick up a coffee, and that's when I started drinking it in, t- in second year. And that was my like go-to. And then, yeah, started going to the Starbucks. And then now that we have a coffee company, started drinking our coffee. Um, and even the days where I'm in a rush, like I, I, I would like tend to go to Starbucks more. For a while, I would only go to Starbucks in the mornings. But then I went back to get like um, the that Bieber cold brew thing, that v- vanilla cold brew. Hold on, I had that one time. And I was like, I was like a treat after like at the end of the day, not in the morning because I only drink black coffee in the morning. But I got that and I was like, oh, this is pretty good. Like, it's not a bad, it tastes like kind of like a treat, like an ice cap kind of thing. And then I went back another time and I was like, okay, I'll get this, I'll get a coffee and then I'm going to get like a, one of the wraps, like a buffalo chicken wrap. And I was like, oh, this is buffalo chicken wrap is pretty good for a, for a fast food breakfast type place, I guess, or lunch, it's pretty good. 
And I don't know. The more I've gone, I've given, I've kind of shifted from going to Starbucks. I also think Starbucks, it's crazy how expensive it is. Um, especially because I know now what it costs to make a cup of coffee. Tim Hortons is, is more expensive than it used to be, but I still think it's very reasonably priced. And the food I actually think has gotten better again. Okay, but that's also because of its compet- like competitors. If you're going to go and get a chicken wrap, which is, was it fried chicken or grilled? I got fried. I okay, so you got fried. Girl, who gets, who gets <laughs> grilled? If you get a wrap, would you get grilled? Like, not at a fast food place. That's because I don't trust it. It's like rubbery. But, yeah, but like, still. Yeah, but again, what's the difference then at this point? What's the difference of going to Tim Hortons and getting a chicken wrap and going to McDonald's? It's probably arguably better at McDonald's. Oh, it definitely tastes and better And the coffee's better at McDonald's, I would say arguably, because they bought out the coffee. Okay, let me ask you. Oh, sorry. Continue your point. I no, don't no, it's just, what, what's the difference then? No, you're right. You so, might as well just go to the place that you actually want to go to instead of just going, because you're going to Tim Hortons. Correct. That's actually a very good point. But the reason I don't go to McDonald's is because, do you ever go to lunch and the first thing you're going to, okay, so do you ever drive to McDonald's and think, I'm oh, I'm going to get a wrap? You go there and you get in line. You're like, oh, I got a Big Mac, I guess. I can tell you, but, I've gone to McDonald's more, well, I did today on my way here and just got a Diet Coke. Okay, but that yo, that's fair. What I'm saying is, you're a psychopath. When I when you have to get lunch, so the only time I'll go to Tim Hortons drive through for lunch, yeah, that is a psychopath who goes to just get a diet coke. <laughs> but okay, I won't go to Tim Hortons out of my way for lunch. It's when I'm on the road and I haven't eaten like then it's like two o'clock, three o'clock, and it's there. I'm gonna go there over McDonald's because I know if I go to McDonald's, I'm not gonna get like a two chicken snack wraps. I'm like, okay, give me a McChicken, and the McChicken's probably worse than a wrap because more bread. Or I'll get a Big Mac. Wraps so are actually, tortillas are actually worse for you than bread. That's another thing you should research. Hold on. Google that right there's now. There's actually more calories in tortillas and there's more sugar. Google that And there's right. more other things. Go- Depending on what type of bread you're having. Google- I'm not going to say McDonald's versus like third Google bread Google McDonald's sugar. bun. Google the calories in the McDonald's bun. McDonald's bun. I'm saying in Warren's general, wrap. if you're having a sandwich at home and you're making a wrap not about home. Not talking about home. I'm not talking about that. that. I'm talking about why I avoid McDonald's because I um, this is an educated guess that the bun, there's more bread in a bun than there is... In a, in a wrap. But again, that should be a conscious decision on you, shouldn't it be? If right. I just want, if you're going somewhere for a wrap and you no, know the, the quality probably taste better. This is the point. I know that if I go to McDonald's for lunch and I'm in a pinch, I'm going to default to the thing that, to your point, that is like the best. That, I that like they the best. do best. Right. If I go to Tim Hortons, they, what do they do best? Bagels and donuts. I'm not going to get a bagel and a donut for lunch. I'm going to get a wrap that they just added to the menu, but is a little bit healthier. So the point I'm making though is I'm having a bagel on a donut every fucking time, no matter what time of day. Really, bro? I just had a donut. I had a bagel on the way here. Yeah, but I'll never order. I don't ever go to the drive-thru and be like, "Give me a donut." I actually am very good with that stuff. Where I'll be like, "No, I never order one donut." If you order a donut, you're getting a twelve pack. No duh. (laughs) No duh. You ordered one donut. Like you just said, you get a bagel and a donut. Yeah, bagel and twelve. Oh, you remember? Oh, sorry, sorry. No, if I'm buying a bagel, it was a bagel and a donut. If I just want a donut, I'm buying twelve, and I'll just. Come to whoever. Okay, just the yeah, value, yeah, yeah. You can't buy one donut. That's what I'm saying. It's you'll, a buck for one or like four bucks for 12. But that's what I'm saying. You'll value. go in and buy lunch. You'll get a bagel or breakfast. You'll get a bagel and a donut and a drink. No, not a drink. Just a bagel and a donut. Yeah. Why the donut? That's not healthy. It's a treat. It's a treat. But you don't need a treat. It's breakfast. <laughs> I treat myself all day. <laughs> I did good today. I woke up this morning. I wonder. That deserves a treat. I wonder how no, much. time out. But I, I want to give a big shout out because you mentioned something that I don't think gets enough love. The old school peach juice at Tim Hortons, my like. Uh, don't even look at the health stats because the sugar content thing is <laughs> like, like through the roof. Yeah. But I'm gonna say this. This is a hot take. 
That is hands down the best juice ever created. The old school peach juice yeah. from the fountain. Doesn't taste the same anymore. No, it's bottled. And like it and like has you, a weird like I just it's, it's not like, satisfying. It's not. It's really not. It's okay. kind of tangy. The old, I'm back. Wait, 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 the old one, the old peach juice from the fountain. I remember the first time I had it. I was probably like nine or ten, and I just remember thinking this is this is heaven. And I remember we, I asked my mom to go buy like every peach juice because you know back in the day you buy the frozen ones that was like and you'd squeeze it out and mix it. No, Tim Morton's. No, that? no, back in the day you go oh, to the grocery McCain, store. McCain's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd squeeze out. Oh, I think we tried best. every single fucking peach juice that you could physically buy at the grocery store to try and mimic that one. I remember pouring sugar in my in those Come ones on. too, spinning them around. So you're you know, an they interesting were, guy, Rick. I remember trying to mimic it for years and I couldn't. And then I think when we got to Western, that's when they changed it to the bottled one. Yeah, and I, I just remember being so disappointed. Was disappointing. Like, my childhood was like fucking ruined. It's like find out like like the real person who played Barney or something. Like you're gonna say that. My 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 Wait, childhood. Hold ruined. on. You know what's funny? And you can go ahead. We all all of us do that, eh? When we're looking something up and someone's still talking, you can tell we're not paying attention. He's like, okay, like there's a dog in. Ricky did it here. You did, I've done it too. We're like, someone's saying, you're like, oh wait, okay, I'm good. I got the stat now. It's like we should just wait till a person finishes. Like, yeah, you're too excited. I know, I know. You're too excited. You're just like only thinking because about what's next. It's typically we're each trying to prove a point. So because, no, it's also because half the time when you're looking down reading something, you're not paying attention to what the conversation So in your mind, the conversation is waiting for you to finish you reading. You know what's funny? When you were just looking something up right now, I was seeing something to you and I looked down, I looked at you and every time I turned my head, I could see that you kind of saw me and you would nod, but I knew you had no idea what I was saying. Just for the camera. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're just like, yeah, yeah. Fuck yourself. Like, but I'm here. Okay, Danny, go. Okay, so I have Two things. Okay. Number one, are you talking about a actual McDonald's wrap that they have or the snack wraps? I'm talking about the Tim Hortons wrap and the McDonald's McChicken bread. Okay, well. So I I'm saying, what is a what is a McDonald's bun? I was just comparing bun? Mc, McDonald's bun versus McDonald's wrap, okay? Okay, so let's go with those two. So McDonald's bun is 104 calories, 2 grams of fat, 27 grams of carbohydrate, and 5 grams of protein. Okay. A wrap is 200 calories, 4.5 grams of fat. 32 grams of carbohydrates and seven grams of protein. Sorry, what did the first one have of carbs? The bun, 27 grams of carbs? 27 grams of oh, carbs. So the more other carbs. 32 grams of carbs. Yeah, five more grams of carbs. More protein in the wrap and more fat in the wrap. I'm not going to be that less guy that's, oh, well, well I want protein. Less it's... carbohydrates and less calories. Okay, now. In the buns. Look up Tim Hortons. It's probably the same thing, but just for argument's sake. And the McDonald's I, wraps itself are whole wheat. I have a hard time believing that uh, that that burger bun is only a hundred calories is that not doesn't that seem like it's low no it's it's with any types of wrap people have a misconception no i'm not saying thinner. the wrap is better i understand wrap is better it's actually by surface no, area no. it's more bread it, it, people think it's better for you no but no, I don't. actual bread because people grain, are people are dummies and they, and they think that if you put lettuce and this it's healthier than eating a burger you know like a mcdonald's cheeseburger i think has less calories than some like healthy yeah. wraps do no but then it's it's uh the i am um, the junior chicken or one of the burgers i forget which one it is, look has up calories, calories uh, has less calories than the caesar salad at mcdonald's well, okay, that's a that's a majority of things. The Caesar you know dressing that, is actually up, worse for you. Phone? Most Caesar salads are worse for you than the average burger. Someone told me that I maybe saw it on social media. But again, you're also not, make, like you can't only look at calories. Right? No, it's macros, calories, but it depends how you look at it. But at the same time, is hey, what like fired up. This was a great conversation. No, it's a good today. topic. Hundred percent. We didn't even get through half the other fads. Like we didn't talk keto. We that's the worst one. I have a I'll lot to right think now. about that because that's only for a certain age group, and it's really hard to get your body in ketosis. And it's better for women 60 plus. Get into, if you do fast, you get into ketosis. But getting your body into you know ketosis you know? with certain foods, yeah. you have to eat at the exact time every single day, the exact proper 
different things to actually get your body in that. Do you know how you know you're in ketosis? How? Not necessarily how, but usually your breath smells, but it has almost like a sweetie, sweet, sweet, sour smell to it. Like, I don't know how they explain it, but like, you know when you're hungry, your breath starts to stink? The more you fast and really get into it, you can really tell it's like a noticeable like aroma. Messenger ketosis. That's one of the telltale signs. That's what my mom always yells at me. <laughs> no. That's because you smell Danny. <laughs> Just kidding. Wait, Kate. Well, um, what was the point we were making? The McDonald's cheeseburger. We can kind of wrap this one up now. McDonald's cheeseburger? I'll look that up. Let me look up the Tim Hortons wrap. McDonald's cheeseburger calories. Um, there it is. Wait. Oh, I should have had it. I have McDonald's here if you want to look up some more. McDonald's cheeseburger calories. Has, it only has 263 calories. This is what I was going to say. Sorry. Go ahead. I just did that. I was thinking about a point of time. You weren't even looking at your phone. You were just zoned no, out. I was thinking about, I'm like, I had a good point go ahead, to make. Go ahead. Do you know when they like they advertise like they'll have a big sign like, I just do this because Osmos. I do it every time at Osmos. The Osmos Daily Special. It's like a plate, a shawarma plate with a salad, rice, and the, the whatever meat. And it'd be like 800 calories for this whole plate. Me and my brother, we get we're like, how the fuck is this thing only 800 calories? I'm like, there's no fucking way. Plus, and they got no, no. The picture has the sauce in it. So I'm like, there's no way it's only 800 calories. I feel like some of these stores yeah. just fucking lie because, you know, back at their head office, they cook it and it's like only 800 calories. But that's with like when they measure the oil, when they measure, they measure the exact the rice, when they when they use the little spoon and they <laughs> don't overfull those two spoon. tablespoons of sauce. Not that, yeah. Or it's like, you know, how they have like the meat. They probably have the meat capped off like this, not the rounded scoop. Yeah. yeah sometimes I think that's that. that's the thing. It's hard. That's for gazy. That, no, it's true. When you're, and when you're trying to like when you're trying to be healthy and conscious of what you eat, that's the hard thing. That's one of my biggest difficulties that I have whenever I'm trying. Whenever I was training for like you know, the fight or a run, whatever, whenever I'm trying to lose weight and watch what I eat. I don't know why I, I struggle so much with when I have to eat out at like lunch or dinner. I'm always like flustered because I'll drive and I'm like, okay, I can go to, to you know, Wendy's and get like the grilled chicken. I know theirs is pretty good. The grilled chicken sandwich or like, you know, I can get a five guys burger with nothing in it but mustard and like a lettuce bun. And then you like you yeah, drive around fun. and I'm like, oh, do I go to Nando's? But then I remember, remember when I was, I, was, I met... I was like backpacking and this guy talked about Nando's and how great it is and we went and all the stuff on Nando's menu was like a thousand calories plus and I'm like, oh, is that even really healthy? It's chicken, but they actually don't tell you like they make a chicken sandwich that has like 1,300 calories and it's like the size of your hand. Uh, like, So you would think that's healthy, a chicken sandwich. It's not. So whenever I'm trying to like lose weight, watch what I eat, if I don't make my food, which is... I try to, but it's very hard to do all the time. It's so hard to go and be very conscious and mindful because then you also just end up getting frustrated. You're like, fuck it, I'm going to get a Big Mac and that's it. Yeah, but it's like even going and ordering a steak at a restaurant. Oh, if that's you really, healthy. If you really want to be healthy, you have to say, please cook it. No butter, no oils, no this, no that. Oh, I've never said that. I've never even thought about that. They grill it. Because you're a psychopath, Danny. Who the fuck <laughs> asked for no butter, no seasoning, no nothing out of steak? If you're up. trying to think. Yeah, but a lot of people I knew, my friend's sister used was uh, training for like what a, a fitness competitions. She'd have to, when she was going to restaurants, she'd literally have to go and say, hi, I need boiled chicken. Please cook it with nothing. And if you're why eating not go? Out, why not eat at home and save yes, your money? Yes, but again. Social aspect, If I you're understand. going for the social aspect, sometimes you have to. Yeah, she yeah. was going very hard. She was on a strict diet. She had to go ask for boiled chicken. We go to her house. We're having this big party. She's sitting in the coil, corner boiling her chicken. It's what you, sometimes you have to, like, yeah, she had fair. to do that. For sure. But again, in majority of people's lifestyles, you're not going to go do that. But if you're going to think that way, then you have to, like, Start. Well, yeah, it, it goes back to one thing Ricky said too. At the like, 
again, I'm not the pinnacle of, of appearances of health and all these things, but the one, the one thing that I've always like tried to like, uh, I try my best to like focus on is like, again, do little things that you can be consistent with. Like whether it's, you know, today I'm not going to, you know, if you like chips at, at, or popcorn at night, which I know that I, both of us, I think eat a lot of popcorn at night. Which I also didn't know how many calories were in a bag of popcorn until recently. It's Whoever not, says popcorn is healthy is that's wrong. I, well, I didn't know no, that. You can. It's a good alternative you know many, snack to things, but not popcorn bag. Like yeah, movie you're better off popcorn. eating a bar of chocolate. Yeah, than but not like the popcorn bag that you're going. It's also very hard for your stomach to digest any type of corn. Yeah. So yeah. that's also a negative side. But if I you're literally love, getting the popcorn and making it in the microwave with those like machines or putting yes, it on air, like a pop, air pop, air pop whatever. whatever, that's probably better than eating a bag of chips. Correct. Correct. So, but the thing is too, is like, to go back to the point, is like one of the things that I always found that you like, if you want to succeed at something, it goes with anything, it goes back to what you said. It's like, be consistent, take little steps. And for me, when I, right now, I'm definitely not in this like rhythm of being healthy, but you have to start with like little bite-sized chunks. Like I'm, I have a tendency to like sit in front of the couch, make a bowl of popcorn or a bag or two of popcorn, watch a movie at night before bed at like 10 o'clock when you're lying down. That's definitely not good for you. You eliminate that one thing. Okay. You know, is it going to suck for a couple of days when you're used to it because of your habit? Probably. But then it's like, okay, I did that. Now when I go to the restaurant for lunch, if I get chicken parm or whatever you get, okay, maybe let me, it's not the best, but let me cut out the other thing that's bad and that's a side of pasta and stuff like that. So that's the most important thing. That's something that I have to constantly remind myself is like just do one little thing. You don't got to boil the ocean and say, I'm going to go keto today and I'm going to cut all this out. I'm going to work out seven days a week. You're going to fail for sure. Yeah, and to kind of wrap, <clears throat> to kind of wrap this episode up because I think we're probably at that point, give or take. Um, Rick, I let everyone know when we're at that point. I'm not even the guest, bro. Just wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, you gotta tell yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shut up. I don't want to hurt my feelings. <laughs> See, George, shut up. No, I'm kidding. No, no, I'm um, go. Three. I'm gonna say three easy tips to just be a little bit healthier. One, just increase the amount of water you drink. That's probably the easiest, most underrated way to get healthy. Or to, sorry, improve your health is just drink more water. Get more sleep. Oh, yeah. And cut out some artificial sugar. So, you know, candy, whatever. Real sugar is fine. You have your fruits, whatever it is. Artificial sugar. Those are three things that are very easy to do that will, like, make a massive impact, but they're still little things. Yeah. Sleep is a big one. And then, like, not looking at your your phones or or screens. So underrated. Like, if I... If I look at my cell phone before bed, the next morning I can tell that I looked at my cell phone, what or if I did, like shut it off and didn't bring it into my into bed with me, like put it to charge somewhere, it's so noticeable, like how much that impacts. Because you wake up with like your eyes are on fire, you feel you don't feel as good. It you can really tell, and that's one of the things that I tried really hard to do is put my phone like in a separate room and leave it there. I haven't done it that much lately, but I was gonna say, where do you charge your phone? At? Usually I charge it in the in a little den on the desk. I have my Apple Watch there, all the stuff. There's you generally no electronics in my room. How do you wake up? I, I, alarm. I, the alarm goes off, and I get myself to get it off because that also means I can't snooze it. Like today, I set my alarm for six a.m. and I snooze till seven, and it goes off every ten minutes. Same, but yeah, I it's need, terrible. I need that. I can't. No, it's a cowardice I, thing to do. I hate that I do I that. I need like 15, 20 minutes to just like slowly get out of bed. No, like, I hate my it. My alarm goes off. I wake up. up. I like sit in bed for like 15, 20 minutes. Like at this point, then I check my phone, but my phone goes off at like nine p.m. every night. Yeah. And like I barely check my phone until I actually fall asleep and like if I have to. I just remembered why I called you. I FaceTimed you the other day and it was going to be so funny. Yeah, I know why. Becca already told me. Becca told you? So I'll end it on this one. So I have this thing. You know, I wear more often than not, I wear like all black. And I don't know why I do this, 
but I'll be getting ready to go out. Like Becca and I'll be going out somewhere and I'll put on all black or like navy, a navy blue shirt, but all black generally. And I'll be like, Bex, I look good. And she's like, yeah, I'll do it again. More and like then, yesterday. <laughs> and then at one day she's like, she goes, you know, like you don't have to ask me if you look good. I, you do look good and you wear the same thing always. So like, why are you asking me? I'm like, no, I never thought of that. So Danielle heard this and like, yeah, like she's like, Malaka, you were the same thing. What's wrong with you? So I was getting ready to go somewhere on Saturday and I was in all black again and I was FaceTiming you and I was going to put in the mirror like, Danielle, they look good. You didn't answer. I thought yeah, it was but The so best funny. part about it is that I called you back five minutes later, no answer and not even like a text I was message. in San Remo. Yeah, yeah but not even a text. <laughs> but I texted you again two hours later. Okay, I called you both back. Why? Like, can someone yeah, tell me yeah. why? Yeah, but the best is it doesn't answer. I'm like, okay, I'll talk to you on Monday. The best is if you don't respond to George, he'll message you two hours later. I'm like, yo, are you listening? Did you get my text? Where are you or something? You, did you do that too to me. Like, uh, I no, I, I always, I always Rick, joke, but like, yeah, fuck me, right? No, Ricky will always go. This is what Ricky does. It's the most dad joke ever. <laughs> I be like, I'll, you know, you hit the ignore button. It's like two minutes. I call Ricky back and he'll go like this. Holy, I held my breath. Or, or well, good thing I wasn't holding my breath. Or he'll, or he'll go, thank God I didn't hold my breath. I'd be dead. And I'm like, Rick, man, like, you want a dad. George, Not only tuck your shirt. George you literally presses, George presses the, I'll call you back in five button or we'll call you oh, later. Always. And then like, just won't call you back. I forget. Uh, yeah, that's okay. often. Hey, it's hard, man. I'm working out, trying to, you know, trying to grow a, uh, trying to go a coffee company, a cleaning company, man. It's, who knew hard work was this hard? <laughs> oh, Anyways. Man, no. Hey, honestly, another like I, it's the most fun. I love hanging out with the pals, man. These are that was a good topic today. Very like I thought about. I was like, ooh, this is a good conversation starter. Danny, next week you better bring some good ones. Actually, yeah, Danny, next week's on you because Danny was talking today. Danny was Danny's feeling herself in the mic. This today. was a subject I had a lot to say. <laughs> Danny was so happy when she's like, I just looked over. She's like, I'm right. It just goes on. <laughs> Did you look up Tim Hortons raps? Uh, Tim Hortons website doesn't separate the different calories from different uh probably because it's healthy they don't want to prove you wrong i call it if you look at the wrap itself the general wrap is 540 calories uh mcdonald's only 400 calories i was just looking at the actual really? wrap itself yes and the breads so Anyways. i'm still right mm. <laughs> <laughs> i'm wrong if you made it to the end of this we appreciate you share this with your friends give us a follow and until next time if you got any hot topics yeah, send, send them all right for next week cheers see ya <laughs>